Rachel sat watching the door of the cafe intently, automatically stirring the cooling tea in front of her. Named the Two Ravens, the small coffee house was located on a side street in the historical portion of Vancouver known as Gas Town. It was nondescript, owned and run by discreet supernatural staff, werewolves, if Rachel recalled, and was considered unofficial neutral ground for all members of the supernatural community. If Rachel and Kit had arrived just ten minutes earlier, they would have struggled to find an open seat. However, with the lunch crowd safely on their way back to work, the cafe was decidedly quiet. Kit squirmed in his seat beside her, the sound of his chair scraping along the tiles sharp and unpleasant. Quit it. He sighed. I just don't like the idea of dead stuff. She gave him a wry look. You do realize that you can turn into a wraith, which is kind of a dead form? Yeah. He gave her an equally droll expression. But then I can shift back into a very living human. Good point. She turned her head back in time to see Joshua enter. Tall, slim, dressed in shades of black and gray from head to foot, and sporting a set of stylish, rectangular glasses, void of a prescription, Joshua's handsomeness belied his talent for uncovering the forensic secrets hidden within human remains. As he walked over, he opened his arms for a hug. Rachel stood and complied immediately. Good to see you. She beamed at Joshua before turning to Kit, who'd also stood to greet him. For a fraction of a second, she saw the strangest expression cross her protege's face, but it was so fleeting that she quickly dismissed it. This is Kit Alcalaz. I thought his education on supernaturals could benefit from this little excursion. Kit, meet Joshua Roven. Ah, the Rodok, otherwise known as Vancouver's previously best-kept secret. Previously? Kit frowned slightly. Someone send out a memo about me? Let's just say that when someone noticed that our usually very private resident rescue medium took in one of her clients, the community began wondering what was up. So someone took their busybody selves over to Janice, who in turn filled everyone in on the pertinent details, Rachel finished for him. The only way Janus Ostara maintained his position as a respected fey mob boss with an iron grip on Vancouver's supernatural crime was through keeping tabs on everyone's business. It made sense, then, that if anyone had a question about something being out of place in the community, they'd approach him for a nugget of information.